Welcome back to Forensics Faces and our series, Sissy That Talk, which is all about RuPaul Drag Race All-Stars 5, because we are what? Bored. Welcome. <laughs> Let's say a, a, a hearty welcome to our extra special judges. We have Melissa Gabrielson. Hi. And the other high-pitched voice you just heard, Elliot Fisher. <laughs> Hey, kitty girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so welcome back, guys. We are doing episode two because there was an episode two of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 5, and we are recapping every single one. Yes. So let's let's just jump right in, shall we? Let's do it. Um, let's. I guess we just getting our customary spoiler alert out of the way. We're going to talk about the show and we're going to talk about what happened in the show. And so if you don't want to know anything about the show, make sure you've watched it before listening to any more of this podcast. And if you're someone who uh, decides to listen to this without actually watching Drag Race, we are going to try to do a better job of describing what actually happened on the show for those of you who are just in this to listen to us talk to each other. Yes, absolutely. But we will talk about the challenge a little bit more. But first, let's let's hear what Mama Roo had to say about it, shall we? Good morning, All-Stars. Good morning. For this week's Maxi Challenge, you'll be debuting the newest All-Stars smash hit, I'm in love. (laughs) Working in groups, each of you will write and record your own love-sickening verse to the celebrity man crush of your choice. Then you'll create a group look and choreography. Hashtag... All-Stars 5. You want to know who my celebrity crush is? Yes. Ed O'Neill when he was on Married with Children. (laughs) There, I said it. He said it, and now we're going to say it. So guys, who is your celebrity crush? My current celebrity crush is Jeff Probst, host of Survivor. And would you have any trouble writing an entire verse about Jeff Probst from Survivor? Seeing as I've watched every season of Survivor in the last couple of months, I think it would be very easy for me. Also, my friend JJ got me a Jeff Probst prayer candle for my birthday, so I feel like it would make a great prop for me as well. Excellent. Elliot? I'm going back all the way to the beginning, like trying to think of who my first celebrity crush was. And I think it was probably Eric Estrada from Chips, if I'm really being honest. Like, one of the first people like watching on TV and being like, ooh, who's that? Like, that was probably the original one for me. Wow. Mm-hmm. That also dates how old I am exactly. So there we go. <laughs> um, yesterday, today, and forever, minus Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. So there's there's just nothing, nothing more that needs to be said. Mm-hmm. Funny, handsome. I, I prefer his pre-Marvel body to his current one, but, you know, I'll take it. I'm fine. <laughs> you'll deal with it (laughs) exactly so um as rupaul said the challenge this week is to form girl groups singing all the same song which i don't know that i would call it a smash hit yeah (laughs) definitely not but 
She did lay out some of the uh, criteria for evaluation for us. So she did say that they were going to be writing their own verse. So that's something for us to judge. That they would be putting together their own costumes as a group. So that's something for us to judge. They did their own choreography. We can then obviously judge their performance in the challenge itself. And then this week there was a separate runway. So we can talk about that as well. Is there anything else that you wanted to say about the challenge in general before we got into the individual performances? For me, the the challenge in general was fine. I was really surprised, though, that there was no requirement that within the groups themselves that they had a verse then that they all did together. It felt very, everyone do their separate component and we'll piece it together. So I was surprised that they weren't kind of forced to work together on at least one verse together in their small group. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have added to the performance if there was more collaboration between the three yeah. groups. Melissa, anything to add? Uh, I think everything I have to add is in my critiques. Okay. Well, then we'll jump right in. So, uh, they were split into three groups. We have nine girls remaining. So there were three groups of three. And uh, what was interesting to me is that in some groups, you could tell there was a theme in who they picked, and in other groups, there was not. So I think that collaboration will be an interesting uh, part mm-hmm. of what we talk about as well. But the first group we'll be talking about is India, Jujubee, and Alexis. So we'll start with India Farah, last week's champion. Not ours, but from the show. Mm-hmm. Someone's. Last week's winner. <laughs> so Melissa got to talk first last time. Elliot, did you want to go first this time? Oh, yeah, I would be happy to. I thought her her look in the performance was fine. Uh, I, I was more focused on like the verse themselves. And I thought it was an odd like range of emotion here. I, I didn't quite get the like anger coming out of her. And I didn't get the initial callback in terms of someone else, Laganja, I think that she was referencing. That totally went over my head. And I also thought the whole like I eliminated Britney, which is kind of a funny like call to like, Justin Timberlake being boyfriend girlfriend with Britney Spears and also getting rid of Derek Barry last week. I think if she had like delivered it with more of like a cheeky humor instead of anger, I thought the joke may have landed better. So that was just that was off for me. And then are we going to talk about like runway look at the same time as well? Yeah, I think so. Okay. This I did not like this at all and I think part, like trying to be like I'm giving celebration to everybody's skin. And and I know that like this was obviously filmed at a different time, but I feel like that whole idea right now just seems very not okay. And so it, she just had a rough week for me and she was definitely in my bottom. I gave her a seven. Okay. I will go next. I, I, I have to admit guys that on this one, I did not do all of my judging before watch like before finishing the episode because it went by so quickly what i yeah what i actually did was i went back and i watched it 10 times well 11 including the first one and each time i tried to keep my eye on the girl i was judging even when she was not the one being featured Ah, so i would watch watch it all the way through and and keep an eye on what they were doing which is not a luxury we have in a forensics round, right? Like if this no. was group interp, we wouldn't be able to do that. But it's not forensics and it's not group interp. So this is what I chose to do to really try to give a good critique to each girl because otherwise they had like 15 seconds of being featured. It, it flew by. So for me, India, 
I felt like she was holding back. Like even the way her voice was mixed, it seemed like they had to turn up her volume because she was just like really being really soft, like when she was probably recording her verse and it just didn't, there was no command of the stage, you know? And like last time I felt she was a really strong commanding performer. This time it felt very small and like she was holding back. I I did think, you know, her movement was pretty clean and pretty confident. Something about her padding is off for me, though, in this look. Like, I don't look at India Farah the boy and think plus-size queen. Mm-hmm. But I looked at this outfit and I was like, girl, she looks big, you know? Yeah. So the, the, either the outfit wasn't flattering or the padding was too much. or I, I don't know what was going on, but I did not think she looked good for for her like i think she didn't look nice for india farah i thought the runway look was interesting but is it interesting enough i i i wrote that you know ideally you could sell a message and make me gag from the eleganza at the same time and i bought the message i wasn't buying the eleganza Mm, so overall for me she got my six okay cool so the reason that she looks awful in that outfit is because of the cut of that like ruffle thing. So it comes all the way up to what would be her hip bone and exposes the largest part of her thigh. And the costume is such dark colors and her thigh is so pale that it just really accentuates how giant it looks. And the proportions of that bodysuit are not for that. And also, did anyone notice that it is a whole lot like the outfit she wore for the lip sync last week. It's like basically the same thing. Oh, I remember last week's lip sync look having more ruffles. Maybe it was just more symmetrical ruffles, and she yeah. moved all the ruffles to one side. It was. It, it was. It was a very, very similar. But yeah, her lyrics were not memorable. You could tell they were written to be sung along, like to the to the like cadence of "Sexy Back." but she had to sing them with the song so they they seem really like clumsy okay um and then because they're clumsy and like you said kurt is kind of quiet it like the whole performance seems small especially when you have someone like you're standing next to jujubi and alexis who are huge people like personality wise no matter what they're doing and so it just it just felt yeah like she was not full out and hot diggity, I hated that runway look. It comes, it comes off like freshman in fashion school, like like someone or like someone trying to like do something on Project Runway, and like make it makes Tim Gunn do the step back and put his hand on his clavicle. Like, mm. like I understand the message, but the execution comes off so tacky. Yes, and then on top of how it comes off in these current times. Obviously she would have had no idea that this would be happening when it aired, but it just makes it really hard to swallow. Yeah. So she also got my six. All right. Next up on the runway was Ms. Juju B. So Elliot, you want to kick off our critique of Juju B? I, I thought her verse was very well-written, very creative. And I think where Jujubee was smart in her verse was that she didn't try and cram a lot in. She got the references in there to Full House and John Stamos, but didn't try and rush through it to cram a bunch of stuff. So she was really smart, I thought, in the writing of her verse. Uh, I thought the references were cute. 
Unfortunately, the runway, that dress was way too short. She needed like six more inches on that thing. Like if you're going to do a mermaid dress, like that thing should be touching ground. And I love the cut of it. It looked good on her, except for that bottom flare did not work at all. So the dress hurt her, but she I, still she was in the top for me. So I gave her a two. All right. Not the first time I've heard Elliot begging for six more inches. <laughs> I will probably have to cut that from the final episode. But I couldn't let it not. I couldn't let it go unsaid. So, oh God! I'm that so proud was, of you. I am so proud of you as well. That was amazing. Thank you. <laughs> so for me, Jujube, what I wrote is that, you know, your face is so expressive, which is mostly a good thing, except there were times in this performance when she gave away that she made a mistake. Like I didn't, I didn't, I wouldn't have even realized it, but like I saw it in her face and then I looked at what she was doing and I was like, oh yeah, she's not in sync with the other two. So for me, that was a problem. Like her face is so expressive, but she was giving it away when she made a mistake. I liked the verse better than most. And like you, Elliot, I commented uh, that the pacing was slower, so the humor wasn't lost. Mm -hmm. And I think that I think that was really smart and important. I was, yeah, I was really underwhelmed by the runway look. There just, there wasn't much. I mean, I wasn't mad at it, but I also just like, I kind of forgot about it right away. But based on how strong she was in the performance and how much I liked her written verse, I gave her the four. I spent my entire time watching Jujubee's performance just wanting to rip the boots off her body. <laughs> they, they were awful. They were, they make her look, she's already like not a tall person and they completely shorten her. And like the amount of fur that was there was so imbalanced. And I just, oh, I hated it so much. But I did love the please fill up my house lyric. That made me uh, guffaw. And like you, Kurt, I wish I could make my face muscles move like hers. I did not like her runway dress either, but I did love her wig. Mm -hmm. The wig really did it for me. But yeah, it. The dress fit great on top. The color was nice, but you're, it looked like it needed a nice steam. And uh, yeah, it, it need, the proportions of that mermaid tail on the bottom were not great. But I still love Jujubee. She is uh, what an all right Mary fan would call a pizza queen. And so she got my three. <laughs> Have you not heard that expression, Elliot? Never heard that before. I oh. love it. It's when, yeah, when no matter what she does, you're just glad that it's like, it's just pizza. I mean, all right. pizza is, is good pizza. And so right. even bad pizza is good pizza. Exactly. And that's me um, and So then uh, the third person in their trio was Alexis Mateo. Uh, so Elliot, what did you think of Alexis? Oh, I'm, I'm normally an Alexis fan, but this was, this was real rough. I think number one, and this is just also me being out of touch with pop culture. I didn't know who Daddy Yankee was, and I, I don't know how famous he is to know how, like, is does everybody else but me know who he is? So for me, it's like I have no point of reference for this verse whatsoever. Uh, my bigger issue with it is, and, and when I went back to watch it again, it, it was better than I initially thought, but the rhythm of her verse seemed 
very uneven. Like there were times where she was trying to fill in too many syllables and cram it together and other times where she didn't have enough to fill up the verse and so she's stretching it out. So that seemed very odd to me. She also seemed very scared as a performer and she's usually like very confident and I think she was holding back maybe because she was unsure. I don't know. So the, the, her challenge performance for me was really rough. She she kind of made up for it on the runway. That leather gown was very was gorgeous and was a really cool concept, I thought. But yeah, for me, just the the performance in the challenge itself really hurt her. So she got my eight. Okay. I think this was one of those moments for me where she benefited from being the first person to go. She was the first person to perform in the challenge. Mm -hmm. And so everybody who followed after her kind of got compared to that first performance. And I don't think a lot of people did better than she did. So I, I thought it was a strong start to the group number. The one thing about her verse I didn't really care for was the the fart joke about being gassy, because I'm just not a fan of fart jokes. And that is something I've commented on forensics ballots before. <laughs> like, I get that you might like other people probably think this funny, but I I'm just not one of them. <laughs> like so. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, I thought her humor probably played well to her audience, even though I wasn't among them. And the thing about her, I had no idea who this celebrity was either, but I thought it was smart how in her verse, she told me he's a reggaeton singer. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, so now that makes sense. So she, she, I think, understood she had to introduce who the person was as well as part of, as part of her performance. And so I thought she was very clean. I thought her movements were smart since she was responsible for the choreography. I, I, it's what I would call stylized movements over, like it's not really dancing, but I think for the group she had, that was a smart way to go. It was a lot of walking and arm movements and just very stylized. And so I, I liked it and I thought her group was pretty cohesive and I didn't care for her runway look at all. I did not think it was flattering. Again, with the proportions, it just seemed to be so wide on top that it made her look very manly. So yeah. I didn't care for that. But I thought her performance was really strong, so I gave her my three. Okay. Wow. All right. Okay. I know who Daddy Yankee is. I just want the record to show how cool and young and hip <laughs> I am. Um, yeah. And I heard that lyric, and then the next lyric I heard was really gassy and did not get much in between. So I just feel like she ran over all of that very quickly. I hated what she was wearing during the challenge, that bodysuit, and her waist was not cinched enough, so it just it was not doing any favors for her. But I also agree. I did enjoy the dancing. I felt like at like times the like Jujubee and India weren't going as hard as her. So like she looked like she would be off at times. I liked the dress. I'm, I'm into that whole like sort of old school drag where they're not necessarily trying to look super feminine. But oh my goodness, the airbrushed cleavage that looks like it's part of the dress. I paused my television to stare at it in anger. <laughs> I... I can't. There's so much technology now for drag queens that if they're going to wear or going to have breasts to do it in a way that would help. And that would have made the proportions with that shoulder a little bit better 
for her, but instead she just airbrushed those in and it looked like a bad Six Flags t-shirt and I was just so taken aback by it. But again, her wig was amazing. It was great. Oh my goodness, the wig. She got my seven. I was just, it was one of those things where like, I knew her potential and I really expected her to come out like killing it. But Mm. like, she ends up being dragged down by the people around her. And so I just was like so thrown off by that. And I feel like I also, their their group outfits were not cohesive. Like the three of them together were not a group, especially in comparison to the Blair Mayhem Miz group. Like I, they just look like girls who were going to a club together. And so I just, it didn't work for me. And it made me really sad. And I think it's because I had really high expectations for her in this challenge. But you should feel good about the fact that I was the squirrely judge this time. Yeah. You should like that, right? But we're only three in, so. (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of time. Yeah. So that was our first group. Any other thoughts about them as a group? Their outfits were not cohesive. It did not meet the challenge. Yeah. I also think it was a missed opportunity to, to collaborate on who your three crushes were and make something of that, but they clearly did not at all. Like there was no connection between all three of them. Yeah. Well, and we know from watching the the what happened in the workroom, which again does not affect our final rankings, that India had no idea what she was doing until like the very end. Like mm-hmm. she she had to switch it up because she was thinking of I don't even remember what stupid idea she had, but it was real dumb. Oh, it was her own boyfriend. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, unless your fiance is a legit celebrity, you don't get to say that. <laughs> that does nothing for the rest of us. Yeah, like, exactly. That, that's that's silly. That's just silly. All right, well, let's move on to the second group, which was uh, Blair St. Clair, Ms. Cracker, and Mayhem. And that was their runway order. So, Elliot, if you will kick us off with a discussion on Blair St. Clair. Uh, I thought she did really well in terms of her verse. I thought the concept behind the... like. G- Going a little bit like off kilter and picking Hannibal Lecter, I thought was a, a smart choice to kind of change it up in terms of who the typical crush might be. I was with her uh, until the very end when she kind of referenced winning the competition. And then I was just like, oh, no, you didn't have to do that. Just like there's so much material that you could have used with Hannibal Lecter to not have to take us into the fact that this is a competition to finish out your verse. And then the runway look. As a look, I really loved it but i don't think it fulfilled the theme of the runway at all i think she could have done some tweaks to it to make it fit but i don't think she went there fully and so it was her performance in the challenge helped her a lot i liked the look i don't think it fit the theme so she ended up getting my five wow oh shoot yeah all right i I had, I will admit, I, I took this in a very different direction than you. <laughs> I thought her choice of a man crush really limited her as far as the lyrics were concerned. Because after the un- hunger in his eyes joke, like where was there to go? And what she ended up doing was making a bunch of food references. So it was like Hannibal Lecter, hunger in his eyes, and nothing else I'm going to say is about my actual man crush. It's all about me. It's all about me being different types of food. And I didn't think it was, I did. I just, I didn't like it. I didn't, enjoy, I didn't think it fits the criteria of like writing about a man crush. But that being said, 
I thought her performance was so dopey <laughs> and awkward <laughs> that I loved it. <laughs> She was so like the her movements were so like little white boy, and I could not have fallen more in love with her actual performance. It was <laughs> so stupid, but in a way that makes me giggle. Um, so she was so committed to it that I didn't care how how silly it kind of looked, and with her subject matter, I think silly kind of worked for her. Yeah. Um, I think her performance look was spot on. I think it was probably the best of everybody. It looked very, you know, teenage girl group vibe. I, I loved her look. And then when it comes to the runway, I'll admit, guys, I'm just one of those judges who doesn't mind when you think outside the box. I I like a kid who brings something to their forensics performance that nobody else has ever done before, as long as they meet the brief. You know, I'm not mad when when other judges would sometimes be like, well, that's an unfair advantage because they whatever. Mm-hmm. I think an interpretation of loving the skin you're in for a white person to look at that and be like, what am I going to do? Celebrate my whiteness. I think going to going to pink skin and having a skin tight pink outfit was a really smart way to deal with this challenge for a white person. So I appreciated it. I liked that it was so outside the box. I gave her my two. I before I begin my critique, Kurt, which girl group are you thinking of where they would wear an outfit with rhinestone nipples? That is what she is wearing underneath I didn't, her. I didn't see rhinestone nipples. I saw like rhinestone like decorations around the the cleavage area. I didn't think they were nipples. Not oh, like they they just look like nipples. We'll talk about later. But I I liked the attempt of the challenge that she took on. Like it's a great way to stand out. But yeah, after she pitters out after that first really good pun, I did like the dance she was doing when she tells us that she is the whole damn snack, where she's doing that white boy dance that looks like a, the kid who jumps in the circle at the CFL's postings party dance, and everyone is laughing at him, but cheers anyway. I do think that harness could have fit. It didn't fit, and that bothered the crap out of me, because it's a harness. I'll she- give you that. If there had been like a breastplate there to fill that out, that would have looked better. It would have it would have looked much better. But yeah, the energy level that she was giving matched the weirdness of the of the guy she was talking about, even if the lyrics didn't. I don't know why she's telling us about how she is beefing up to be a pie in the first prize, but hey, good for you, Blair. I also I loved this runway. I was mad at how much I loved this runway. I love the way that she walked it. I loved the hat. And like the, because a queen who does that a lot is Juno Birch and that, that whole vibe there, like the blend and everything was really just spot on for me. I can see why we could read it as everyone else went with actual natural skin tone and she did not. But I agree with both sides that it is one thinking creatively, but two makes other people go, well, you didn't meet the prims. I didn't care. I loved it. She also got my two. I think kind of referring to like her performance overall, this kind of takes me back to the kid who has not a very good piece, but just performs the heck out of it. And you're just like, all right, you had some crappy material, but like, dang, you sold it. And I feel like that's kind of what Blair did in terms of the challenge itself. Like not the best written stuff, but she sold it. She leaned into it. Awesome. And I think for me, for the runway, I I would have loved her to like gone a step 
further and been like, I'm going to be an alien and this is my alien skin that I am embracing. I don't think that that's true to who Blair really is. So she kept it true to herself, which I appreciate. But I feel like in looking around the workroom and you're looking and seeing that everyone is doing like full out embracing true skin as the as the purpose of the challenge, wouldn't you kind of start to second guess yourself and be like, oh, like, yes, this is different. I'm okay with it. But like, I need to really justify why I'm doing it so differently. Does that make sense? It would have been a good way for her to use that that talk over that they do to do that. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, but at the same time, I also think like if you if the challenge as it was presented to them was love the skin you're in, does that mean them as real human beings or the characters that they portray? And if if she feels that, you know, the character of Blair St. Clair, the, her, her skin is whatever's painted on her. Then I thought again, I thought it was a smart out of the box choice. I think it was intentionally out of the box. I think she went in knowing I'm going to be the only bitch who paints my skin another color and it's going to work. And again, I just feel like for a white queen, that was a yeah. smart way to go other than trying to celebrate your whiteness. Yeah, I I, I can't disagree with that. So, so yeah, but it, it's interesting. I think it's successful because we're having this conversation about it and that's what she probably wanted. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So after Blair on the runway came Ms. Cracker. Elliot, take it away. Ms. Cracker. I thought the verse itself was well written. I'm trying to remember who was her. Oh, Sylvester Stallone. Kind of also an unexpected choice, I think, for me. So I thought that was like, oh, okay, that I would not expect you like him to be your celebrity crush. I thought the verse was pretty well written. She got some great Rocky references in there. Her choreography was rough though. And I, I felt like she did not execute it super well. In terms of the runway look, I thought, I thought the dress was really cool. I just wish that there was more structure to the tool on the bottom of the dress to kind of tie that very structural tool piece on the top and make it seem more cohesive to me. So that's kind of my overall take on Ms. Cracker. She ended up with my three and I really thought about this one a lot like I I felt like her performance wasn't stellar but somehow she kept kind of rising to the top for me and so that's that's where I put pizza queen pizza yeah exactly queen. exactly yeah but you know what's also interesting is you've brought it up a couple times now Elliot like the difference between the performance and the content of the yeah. piece and I agree her content what she wrote as far as her verse was among the top like that was one of the better ones so i give her a lot of credit for that this was one of the times when watching her when she wasn't being featured was really important because she was thinking during the choreography you could see her in her head being like okay and now i have to move this way and was this a step right or step left step right and so she wasn't when she, like in a group in terp when that when the kid isn't being featured like they're not the one talking and you can just see them going back inside themselves and there's nothing going on that was ms cracker for me i i disagree i thought once she got to her verse i thought she was cool calm and collected and looked great I didn't have any trouble with her choreography. And I thought the choreograph- choreography was simple enough that there wasn't really much to have a problem with. So I, I liked it. I also give points for strong innuendo, which she definitely had. And I think that she should bring that to every single challenge. <laughs> My issue with her look 
and it'll be the same for Mayhem when we get there. I just thought gray hair for this particular challenge and the way it was styled seemed very mature, very old compared to what they were wearing. And I, I, I thought that was a missed moment. I didn't love, I didn't love the hair. And for me, her runway look was forgettable. So, but I said she got points for fiddle on my roof. Ultimately, I gave her my five. Okay. I also very much enjoyed her lyrics. The amount of laughter that came out of me for he moves around my ring just fine with the dance gesture. I I cannot <laughs> handle Miss Cracker. I love her so much. But I agree. You could 100% see how hard she was trying and how hard she was thinking on her face like even when when they start their performance and they're just holding those pillows she like hesitates before she throws it and messes up the timing of it but i i didn't hate her runway it read very like my sweet bot mitzvah to me so i also didn't hate the hair because it just she just looked like a girl she just looked like a jewish american princess that's gonna yell at me for not giving her enough money at her bat mitzvah and i liked it so she got my four i also I thought it was smart for Ms. Cracker on the runway look for her to go with a darker wig. I think I I more often than not see her in lighter colored hair. And so I appreciated her going with the darker wig for the contrast to her dress. I thought it was a smart choice on her part. I, I do agree that the gray was not doing her any favors in the challenge itself. Oh, I didn't hate it. It's not just the color I didn't like. It was the way it was styled, too. Mm. It just looked oh. old. It looked too mature for for the bodysuit and boots she was wearing. I I mean I'm I'm looking at a picture of it right now. I think the intention was it for it to be silver to go with the beadwork on the bodysuit, but I do think that the earrings 100% help that like older look cuz the earrings are these like round stud sort of things that don't really don't really help in the youthing up of that look. Yeah. Well, and her looks in general, and she's talked about this in other videos, like are are really a, a throwback to like the 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think, you know, she probably showed up with a lot of wigs that were styled in that particular manner, which probably isn't helping either. It just yeah. it, didn't, it didn't look to me. There was a disconnect between what she was wearing and her hair. So but let's talk about the uh, the third person in their group, Mayhem Miller. Mayhem Miller. Uh, I. It, this was this was very unexpected in terms of a choice for a celebrity crush. I would have never thought Mr. Rogers was going to be coming out of anybody's mouth in terms of who they were crushing on. Um, I thought the verse itself was pretty cool. My only wish was that they were somehow able to kind of slow down the song for Mayhem's verse because I thought it was a nice kind of sense. It, it could have been a very nice, sincere moment. And I think... That would have been really awesome for them to like kind of have that break in the middle of a song to slow it down. But obviously they can't do that and it didn't happen. So that was a little bit frustrating. In terms of her runway look, I I thought this dress looked cheap as heck. And I just and I know it's a reference to other looks that are out there, but I just the the color just wasn't quite right. The the beading just seemed off to me. It was just not a good look for her, but because of like her verse and how engaged she was in the performance, that gave her my boost. So I put Mayhem at a four this week. I thought that much like last week's performance, her diction was an issue again. I couldn't really understand what she was saying. I and this was another one where I didn't 
I didn't like the person she chose because I think it limited her to what she could do lyrically. And I don't think the purpose of this was to have a sincere moment. I, I think if this was one of them that like, uh, just like in the snatch game, your goal is to make them laugh. And I, I just felt like there wasn't anything that talking about fuzzy sweaters and like being a puppet and getting rid of the Muppets, which is like a tote like that's I didn't get I, I thought it was bad. I didn't like it. And it also kind of made me uncomfortable because I don't want to think about Mr. Rogers as a <laughs> romantic. Yeah. And getting partner. on your train. Yeah. Like I just like it really it didn't help me uh, get into that space or to find it you know funny or enjoyable. The challenge look was rough for me, dog. I did not think that bodysuit flattered her. And again, with the wig and the gray hair and the way it's styled, it looked old to me. And as far as the runway look, I thought it was ill-fitting and the length was off. And I, yeah, I didn't like it. So she got my seven. Dang. I, I loved her challenge look just because it, like the three of them were the most cohesive group look of the three groups with the hair and they all had the boots and all of the shades of lavender, which looked great on all their skin colors. Like I didn't like the shade of lipstick that she was wearing though. I was not a fan of that, but yeah, I just asked girl, why is your mouth just full of marbles? Because the enunciation was gone. And I think that if you're going to do someone like Mr. Rogers, you either have to go humor or sincerity and nowhere in between and she just didn't do either. So you, yeah. it just really felt, it just falls flat. And who doggy that runway will look needs work. I understand the reference. It's a reference to what Kim Kardashian West wore to the Met Gala. But that dress is hundreds of thousands of dollars custom fit to her body. And this one obviously is not. And again, completely agree with Elliot. If the beads had also been brown... It would look so much different, but instead it looks oh, cheap. Yeah. And I thought it looked like little like strings of saliva and it was gross. But I like that her makeup reminded me of Betty Boop. I thought her mug was really on point in the runway. Uh, so she ended up getting my five. Okay. You know, and that's the thing too. Like we are being super picky. Like most of these girls have beautiful makeup. There's really nothing to clock on their face for the most part they all look fantastic i agree yeah all right so after blair ms cracker and mayhem came the final group of three shea coulee angina and mariah balenciaga elliot kick us off with some shea coulee okay so now i see why everyone is team shea coulee this she was so smart about her performance i thought her verse was great smartly written she performed the heck out of her part, like precision, knew exactly what she was doing, kept it all about her love for Chadwick Boseman. Awesome. And that runway look was unbelievable. Like the encrusted bodysuit with like everything top to bottom was just perfection. Like to me, like th this was the runaway one in my book. I thought she just knocked it out of the park this week. So she got my one for sure. Yeah, I don't have much to disagree with there. I thought she was pretty perfect from start to finish. Well-written, well-delivered. Performance was clean and confident. She is a performer. Mm -hmm. um, I, I loved her look in the challenge and then that runway look. I mean, to create shading with different colored crystals <laughs> was so gorgeous. It was so 
gorgeous and so smartly styled too. And this is one where like, I think she much more literally embraced the challenge of love the skin you're in, which was very different from Blair's take on it. But this is an example of how to do a literal take, but doing it so well and taking it to another level. So yeah, she got my one as well. My critique reads as follows. Wow. How dare you? Who allowed you? Um, I I can't even handle like how much she ran away with this whole episode. Like challenge, slayed it, runway, absolutely took my breath away. And then her in the lip syncing for her legacy. And even that look, I was just, I loved it so much. And a lot of the times on RuPaul's Drag Race, whenever they are in their female impersonation, they decide to center and blur out their nipples. But because this look was just so good, they were like, nope, we got to leave them. <laughs> got to leave them. I just, I could not handle every, she, she did everything how she was supposed to. Like, it was just, it was great. She got my one. I have goosebumps thinking about it. It was incredible. And it was a gr- it's a great example to show someone like when you talk about drag being an art form every- all those three things that she did the way she acted in the challenge what she wrote in the challenge what she wore in the challenge what she wore on the runway how she performed in the lip sync are examples of why people like myself so intensely believe in drag being this intense art form that needs to be more respected because of people like her who elevate it to such a level and yeah I just want to be Chick-fil-A. I also appreciated that she excelled in the challenge not by trying to outshine the other girls that were performing with her. She just did her thing, did it well, and you could see that she was like really trying to help the other girls look good too. And the fact that she still stood out like is is a testament to her talent, I think. And let's not forget she was also the choreographer for their group. Right. And it looks great. It so. looks amazing. Yeah. Well, we could probably spend the next 45 minutes just talking about Shea Coulee, but we shan't. So let's talk about Angina. Oh, poor Angina. This is a rough, rough week for her. I thought like Henry Cavill as a, like, if you're going with the superhero theme kind of across your group, okay, totally get it. The, The verse was odd to me. Her look during the performance was just not on par with the other two whatsoever. And so it was just like, ugh, dang it. Her runway look, I I have typed on my own notes, like so close. Like I love the idea of it. The concept was cool, but that gown was just eating her. And I think she needed to scale it back somehow to still showcase her, but still pay tribute to that idea of being inspired by a Filipino costume. So it was it was a, a beautiful gown, but it was just it was too much for her. So Angina sadly ended up with my nine. I agree with a lot of that. And here's the thing too, then sometimes this happens in forensics when you can tell the kid isn't feeling well. And it's like, how much do you take that into consideration? That like yeah. their their voice just isn't working for them today. So in in general, my rule with stuff like that is like if there's something about the kid in your room that you need to just kind of discount something for their benefit, then you have to kind of discount it for everybody else. And so I haven't said a thing about singing about any of these other queens because I was like, I'm just not going to judge how they sound. 
because it would be unfair to judge Angina on how she sounded. That being said, you could tell how she didn't feel well, and I didn't think she let it show in her performance on her face. I thought she she did perform it. I liked her lyrics, liked her performance, but like I liked it. I wasn't blown away by it. This was another fun one to watch in the background because when I when I really watched her intently, I realized she was mouthing along to Shay's lyrics while she was dancing in the background. <laughs> I actually had her a little bit higher. And once I saw that, I had to knock her down because I was like, girl, you don't do that. The performance look was a complete fail. The shorts and the crop top and the wig all looked bad. Too simple and yet also ugly. <laughs> And it had nothing to do with what the other two people in the group were wearing. It was like this light blue color and the other two were wearing white. And I thought the runway look, like you, Elliot, I thought the look itself was beautiful, but on her, it didn't work. So when it comes to the runway look, she gets point she gets points for the reference and she gets points for the construction and like the garment hanging on a mannequin, I'm sure looks amazing. But then when her poor little bald head is sticking out the top. <laughs> It just didn't. It just didn't do anything for her. Um, so she got my eight. Yeah, as we talked about last episode, I love Angina, but this performance was really forgettable for me. Other than the face that she makes when they lift her up, and then I sort of like, I had to go back and remind myself who her crush was because I had just forgotten, which is sad, and. I wrote, are you pulling an Emma Watson and mouthing the other girl's lyrics? Uh, because Emma Watson has been admitted in the first Harry Potter movie. Sometimes she was just mouthing along with other actors' lines as they were speaking. And yeah, I believe that they referred to her in the runway looking like an egg in a nest, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, what she looked. I, I love I loved the message behind it. I do think that it could be pulled off well but it just is yeah the proportions are off and she looks like she is falling it like she fell into it and we're seeing the very last of her before she goes under the surface (laughs) yes so she also got my nine last but not least apparently is gonna be uh mariah balenciaga i think a jason momoa is a little bit predictable as a crush so like you didn't like yes you had I guess, okay material to work with there. But people are like, oh yeah, I can totally see that. Not that it has to be an unexpected crush, but I think if you can make it unexpected, I think it works in your favor. I was okay with the verse until the very end when all of a sudden she starts to start like looking down at the floor. And I'm like, yes, this is a verse challenge, but it's also a lip sync challenge. And I think at the last moment that like, you should be selling that to us as the audience. And instead you're focusing on hairography at the end. That seemed like an odd choice for me. However, her runway look was incredible. That gown was amazing. I absolutely loved it. Uh, She sold the heck out of it. So in the end, she kind of ended up in my middle. So she was my six for the week. When it came to the challenge, I, I think it's really important to pay attention to cadence when you're songwriting. And I thought her verse lacked an awareness of that cadence on every level. From the choice of her crush, like his name is just hard to say, to the lyrics at the front end, it felt rushed. Then it felt very slow. Like it was like she could have added four or five words to every sentence for the back half. I thought she was hard to understand. This was another one where I hated the outfit because it was just it was a 
a bodysuit. It's just a white bodysuit. Like I didn't get it. And that hair, like, come on, how many seasons of drag race have we had here? Where like, if you're doing a dancing challenge, you don't wear your hair down like that. It's the same thing we tell our forensics girls, like don't wear your hair in such a manner that when you turn your head, it's going to get in your face. Don't wear a long wig that's completely uncontrolled if you're going to be dancing because it's going to get in your way. We are too many seasons in to forgive that kind of just negligence at this point. And I, the runway look, this, I'll just read exactly what I wrote because it's, it's how I feel. Your runway look is gorgeous, old school glamour drag, but I will forget this look very quickly. Beautiful, but boring. Mm. I gave her my nine. I didn't really see much here that I liked. I did not think it was boring, but okay. Um, yeah, I I understand that like with Shay's group that they were all trying to pick an actor who plays a superhero of some type. But like when you have people like Paul Rudd and any number of Chris's and then you pick Jason Momoa, that Momoa is a hard word to make rhymes with in the first place. So I feel like she didn't set herself up well for the lyrics and she could have brought it up in nearly every manner during the performance. The wig should have been better. Another bodysuit that just needed a waist to be snatched and also to not just be a bodysuit. And there, there's like some rhinestoning on it that is in very odd places that is not, again, not doing her any favors, but oh my gosh, I really liked her her runway look again very classic old school drag the wig is insane and i think she had the best makeup of all the queens for the the runway her mug was flawless but she did so poorly for me during that group challenge like if angina in that little forever 21 like two set piece like looks better than you 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 need to do some reevaluation of that bodysuit that you chose so she walked away with my eight all right so that is the final queen that we're judging i'm gonna go into tabulation mode and i'm gonna let you two talk about other favorite moments from the episode i just want to talk about the very end of that song i pulled up the lyric sheet just so i could say it um didn't know he even knew my name until the court told me stay at least 30 feet away it's so cute how he plays hard to get but on this page they forgot to blur out his home address i love it so much (laughs) so much like we need there needs to be appreciation for like how the chorus of between these verses escalates because it's like it's very cute in the beginning and like but uh, one of the first ones is i really want to handcuff him to me and then ends with the uh, the jail stuff. So yeah, I I just I I adored that. I really appreciated it. Something I was really surprised to see, and again, this is not having had the previous season to go off of, but why on earth did Cracker choose to bring up who she would have scratched out and whited on the lipstick and eliminated Angina at the beginning of the day? I just I didn't understand the motivation behind that, why you felt that was necessary. Like, I just, I don't know what she was thinking when she brought that up. Yeah, it made her look mean and she's not mean. You can tell she's trying to produce 
Like she's trying to produce yeah. the episode and be like, oh, I'm going to make this into a thing. And I mean, it's not like she didn't talk about it last week. So it's not like this came out of nowhere. She talked last week about how she thought Angina should have been one of the options and would have voted for her. But yeah, the point of bringing it up now was what? Right. I Yeah. Like you already, you already shared that thought. You shared the opinion let it go. Like why you choose to sleep on it or not sleep on it, I guess, according to her. And then bring it up again seems ridiculous to me. Like just let it go. And I don't know if it was her long range plan to then try and come across as like, I have troubles making friends. Like people see me as this bitch. Like, I don't know if this was like all like orchestrated on her part. It just seemed very odd and out of character for me. So I, I don't know. It was just a very odd start to the episode for sure. Like, I could understand if she had, if it had been, like, delivered as a joke. Like, it could have been really funny because that whiteout moment with Ben de la Creme is a a huge part of All Stars and a really large moment in the whole zeitgeist of Drag Race. But also, like, you just come off as silly thinking that, or like, even the first episode, you're just going to, like, pull out whiteout when we're already mm-hmm. trying to get adjusted to the new rules. And you're like, oh, cool, I'm going to make some more new rules forget this and you're just like cracker sit down yeah. as we all are in this time in the world cracker sit down <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's a metaphor for all white people i i just have one moment i really i need to talk about with somebody and it is after shay was recording and nailed it and leland basically looked at her like oh okay you're done uh, and then they cut to her talking head where she goes, but is anybody really surprised at how good that was? I was like, that was so good. I love that. You no, know, we weren't surprised. You were as good as we expected you to be. I also do want to talk about how disappointed I was in the performance of the lip sync assassin. Oh my God, yes. I was sitting with my laptop and when I saw it was Alyssa, I literally threw my laptop because I was so excited for it to be her because I would have thought they would have brought her way later into the season. But they're like, second episode, we're bringing Alyssa. And I was like, yes. And then she was boring. Completely. That is like late forensic season, phoning it in because you've gotten enough trophies for the year. Like you don't really need any more. Like, I just was like, what just happened? There's a part of me that wonders if even she knew that, like, oh, I'm not going to win this. So why why break my back trying to win it? Because, like, when it comes to people you're going to dance, like, she is she is a dancing queen. Her movement is her strength. But Shay's got that, too. Like, every trick in Alyssa's bag, Shay has got, too. So I wonder if she didn't see Shay and be like, well... Or if the producers were afraid that the assassin was going to win every single week. And so they had to tell some of them, like, okay, you can't go 100%. Like, you've got to rein it in to give the other queen a chance. But it was just, yeah. And it, it was not a great lip sync for the assassin anyway. Yeah, yeah. I I would hope that it's not them telling them to pull back. Because one thing that I do really like about them bringing someone else in is that it takes a certain level of malice out of that aspect of the competition of them being two queens in the competition singing against each other so it ends up being this like second competition that everyone's participating in but because i think another queen could have sang against evie and beat evie last week like 
I think it would have it could have been and there are other queens who could have sang against her and beat her or lip synced against her. But and I think that there are queens that like could have lip synced against Shay and put up more of a fight than Alyssa did. But oh my and I also did not like what Alyssa was wearing either. It was not cute. Yeah, she also looked wide, right? Mm-hmm. So wide. It was like there was a filter on the camera this week or something, but Anyways, who's ready for some results? I am. As as if we're at all wondering about who got first place. (laughs) Uh, We did have a tie for second and third place, but we will get to that. In ninth place, we have Angina, who is the queen who ended up going home. So we got that right again this week, guys. Nicely done. Yay. Um, Also in the bottom was Mariah Balenciaga, who got our eight. And India Farah, who got our seven. Okay. We're, we're pretty on point lately, guys. Um, in sixth place, Alexis Mateo. In fifth place, Mayhem Miller. In fourth place, Ms. Cracker. And in third place, broken on judge's preference, Juju B. Mm, okay. In second place, Blair St. Clair. And our champion, of the week, of our hearts, and of forever, Shea Coulee. Yay! Straight ones, right? All across the board? Straight ones. Yep. Ones, ones, ones across the board. Even Roslyn's excited. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will also say, like, so much. Uh, looking through my rankings as I went back and reflected, like, for me, two through six were almost a toss up. Like, I could justify any one of those five queens being in almost any position. This was, this for me was a hard week to judge because there was just so much going on and how do you weigh what? But yeah, I think overall I thought our cumulative rankings were, were pretty spot on. Yeah. I'm proud of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good job guys. Good job. Well, I just want to remind our listeners that they can watch RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 5 on VH1 Friday nights at 7 p.m. Central Time. And make sure that you come back next week where we will be recapping Episode 3. And please reach out to us on social media. I, I have loved having friends who have listened. Also, my mother who does not watch Drag Race, but is very <laughs> committed to supporting her daughter's endeavors. Listen to the episode. So I, wa- I want to hear if you agree or disagree. And also, just to give you a prompt, let us know who you believe this season or any seasons past is your personal pizza queen. And on that note, we'll say goodbye. Melissa, you now have to sing the theme song every week. Woohoo! the best woman, best woman win. Brilliant. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs>